ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Good afternoon, and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. Uh, that's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, May the 28th, and I got nothing again. <laughs> yes, well, uh, hopefully we'll have a great show for everybody. I see the OG armies forming up in the chat box. Always happy to see you guys. Uh, how'd your day go, Ryan? You know, not too bad. Um, another freaking busy day. I, I swear, I just cannot escape this week. Um, glad the post office finally decided to do its job and got that package off towards you. Mm-hmm. Also glad that Amazon did its job and brought this new microphone. Can you hear any difference at all? Um, yeah, actually, I think I can. Um, it's, uh, it, I mean, it's always hard to tell because you're obviously your other mic's really good as well. It's a, technically a better microphone than the one that you're using. Um, I would have to hear them both uh, together. And, and of course, uh, what I hear isn't necessarily what the audience hears. So I think they're probably the people that you should ask. Well, Ruthie said I sound great. So I think we're good there. You know, our one female listener gave me the thumbs up. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, you sound pretty good. You don't, you definitely does not sound bad. So uh, I think it's a good thing going. Uh, but as we mentioned, your other microphone was pretty good too. So it's not like you uh, made a big upgrade. It's probably about like a sideways. Uh, it's probably going to really depend on you going back and listening to it, which one you like the way you sound better because both of them sound good, obviously. Yeah, there's just a little bit of a difference. So, I mean, I have to have more gain going into the shore. This one has a little bit more kind of just standing power based on it being a condenser. But uh, Mm. I'm familiar with this type of microphone, obviously, since this is really just the newer version of what I sent you. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, I had a busy day, so I'm not sure if I'm going to have a ton in the way of topics. Uh, let's get let's get my complaining out of the way at the beginning of the show, because that way people who know about that can tune in later on. Uh, uh, bad news department. I broke a tooth today. You broke one of your fake teeth? No, no, no. Thank God. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> it was one of the molars in the back. Uh, and it's one of those good news, bad news things. Uh, the bad news is uh, I broke a tooth uh, and it's annoying as fuck. The good news is it was on a tooth, like one of the back two. Um, yeah, the second, I think it's the way we count. Um, well, third from the back uh, or second from the back, somewhere around there. Uh, molar uh, was one that I had a root canal on when I was fucking 12. Uh, so it does not hurt. <laughs> it's but uh, well, it, you you know what a molar looks like, obviously. Uh, you know how it comes up in kind of like a crown. Uh, well, after a root canal, they clear out the entire center of that and make that a gigantic filling. So instead of having a flat top, basically the only parts of the tooth tooth left are, are four pieces coming up underneath the uh, filling part, and one of the pieces uh, broke off, so like a quarter of my tooth. Um, but like the top of the the top of the molar is still there because it's mostly just filling. Uh, it's just annoying. So now I have like a, a hole in the side of my t- on, on the inside of my tooth uh, that my tongue keeps on catching on. Uh, I've got a uh, dentist appointment on Monday to have it looked at. Ironically enough, and this is just fucked up fate for you. Um, 
when I originally had my this uh, this filling uh, root canal when I was 12 it was the first time I'd ever been to a dentist, and it was just this local dentist from around the corner, Doctor Alonowski. Um, and I used him as I was a you know a teenager growing up because uh, I didn't go to the dentist until I was 12 because I didn't have uh, dental insurance or health insurance insurance until around then. Um, so that's kind of not surprisingly, my teeth were bad. <laughs> so he gave me a root canal and that thing. Uh, and then I didn't see him from after my teenage years. You know, went to different dentists because I moved around, won that contest. So I went to this guy in class and it gave me the, the, the teeth for a while. And motherfucker, if the guy isn't still around <laughs> in the same spot. So I made a, a, a appointment with him. So he's going to be fixing his own fucking work, although he doesn't realize it yet. That sounds absolutely thrilling. I mean, seriously, uh, we're talking like uh, 12, 24, 34, like 30 something years ago that this happened. So I'm I'm sure it'll be amusing. He's got to be like in his late 60s, 70s at this point. It's probably a bad idea to pick him as my uh, dentist, uh, but he's still there. So I figured I'd give it a shot. Uh, um, they don't have any record of me because apparently they don't keep records past 30 years or so. But, <laughs> but, but it might be funny to see if he remembers me or not. Yeah, I think I might go another path other than, you know, old man river looking at my teeth. Right. It's, it's, it's a simple work that he's just going to put, like put some filler in there or some shit like that. I imagine. Uh, and if he, and I, obviously if he is, uh, like really ancient and decrepit, I might just go ahead and get a different dentist, but it can't hurt to have him look at it. Goddamn Jay, your dogs are going absolutely nuts. Sorry. I muted my microphone to yell at him. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they like to bark at uh, things as uh, they're walking by and my wife's encouraging a bad habit so a lot of times she's like yeah get them shit the other uh, a couple hours ago the uh, husky down the road started howling and uh, that's when we discovered that our little dog lulu will howl but only if you howl along with the dog so <laughs> so my wife heard the dog howling she started howling and to everyone's surprise lulu started howling <laughs> she'd never done it before but apparently if you encourage her she'll go for it well, I don't yeah, think... now you're teaching them that this is the proper thing to do. Yeah, exactly. So I don't good think luck that... with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want I don't want that dog howling every time she sees another, she hears another dog. That's not good behavior. Uh, we work on it though. We're working on all kinds of things. We had to uh, clip their uh, toenails today, which is always an adventure. Uh, do you have Do you do that to your dogs, or is that something you have done? Uh, so with the larger one, it's easy. He'll just kind of sit there. Uh, the smaller dog gets super squirmy, so I kind of have to put her in like a harness. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, I have like a harness that was for a bigger dog, but you can get her front legs in there, and then I cut two more holes into it to put her back legs through, and then I just hang her from one of my barbells. <laughs> so her legs are just dangling there, and I can just do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Lulu's not too, neither of them like it. Lulu's not too bad. Lulu can be distracted by the, with the peanut butter trick. You know, you just hold a, a spoonful of peanut butter in front of her and she's too busy fucking with that to try to really fight you too much. Uh, Sadie's not about that life at all. Uh, like she's, she gets so upset about it. Like you'll put the peanut butter in front of her and she'll turn her head like, no, I'm too upset to eat peanut butter. And I basically have to put her in like a body lock and, and, and hold her down to get the, her nails cut. Um, she, she was a little bit better this time. She didn't struggle quite as much, you know, there, but there's times where we have to do like one paw a day cause she gets too worked up after it. Uh, but it's getting better. We were able to do all of her paws, paws today, and other than you know a couple of stressed out moments, she did fine. Uh, so it's a process, but you know it, she it, she's she should be farther along. She's turning three here in a month or two. So, but you know it's okay. She's a good dog. 
Well, you didn't exactly work into it the proper way. You don't do it by holding them down because then they get freaked out. No, no. I we we tried a whole bunch of different ways. Like I tried, I, I tried cradling her to you know make her feel secure. Um, we tried lifting her up, but that didn't made her feel less secure. So basically, we put her on we put her on top of the top of the kitchen counter, and I kind of cradle hold her. Uh, so I'm not I'm not restricting her. I'm trying to keep her from like act, active moving, uh, and, and it's working pretty good. It just it just took her a while to get used to the fact that you know we're not actually hurting her. Yeah, really the way to do it is you got to get used to like, so you have to get the dog used to you manipulating their paw. Right. That's what we should have done early enough that we didn't think about. Yeah. Right. So you got to get them used to that. Then you can bring in the clippers, not using them yet, but them getting used to those being around. And then you, you know, do like one nail and you, you know, reward them. And then later on you do a couple and you just keep doing it that way. And then they learn that, Hey, number one, this isn't so bad. Number two, I get a treat afterwards. Everything's good. Right. Right. We only, this is the first time we, we really used the peanut butter trick. Uh, and it did, it did work on Sadie somewhat, uh, for like the first part of it, she was, uh, willing to lick peanut butter off of my finger to distract her. But as it went along, she got more and more stressed out and eventually stopped doing it. I think next time, uh, when she realizes she's going to get you know, a treat during it, it'll be easier. And Lulu will be, will be super fucking easy next time. Cause she wasn't that concerned about it this time. And then now that she knows she's going to get a treat, it should, it shouldn't be a big deal at all. It's funny how training dogs has to go different with, with each kind of dog uh, of their personalities. They Dogs have just as many person, different personalities as people do, really. No, except the racists. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Speaking of racist, uh, did you see there, uh, there's a white guy in, Minnes- in uh, um, Minneapolis? So where all those riots are going on. That, there's a uh, white guy in Minneapolis? Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, well, I, I think three. I, I think at least three or four, um, but uh, this guy, I mean, okay, obviously you know what's going on there with the with the riots and all the contention about uh, the guy that got killed and this, that, and the other. So this guy took it upon himself to, con- okay, he was working out uh, back to, uh, back uh, ground to the story. Uh, he was working out in a private gym that is available to people that rent out office space in this building. So let's think it's different, you know, offices, I assume probably like lawyers and business people or this, that, and the other. Um, and one of the benefits of renting there was that you had access to the private uh, gym. Well, he was in there working out one day and there's two black gentlemen working out as well. And he decided that to take it upon himself to uh, confront them and make sure that they were actually tenants. You know, he's like, oh, are you tenants here? You know, and then he wanted them to prove it and all that good stuff. And, you know, otherwise he was going to call the police and, you know, the, obviously they recorded it. And now, now obviously he's in a lot of trouble and they've already canceled the lease on his office space. Um, regardless of whether that's right or not, we can talk about that afterwards. How fucking stupid do you got to be to get yourself into this situation in that fucking city at this time frame? So a lot of people want to say that racism is not a thing anymore, but it absolutely is. There are still a lot of backwards thinking people. If I would have been in that gym working out, you know, damn well, that guy would not have said a word to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He would not, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have a thing to say, but because they were too, mm -hmm, go ahead. However, on the other side, and we discussed this with tenor just a couple days ago, there is absolutely racism on the other side as well. Like, we can't just say that this is something that only, you know, impacts black people. It's just those are the ones that catch the headlines because it's such a divisive issue. Mm -hmm. 
Like you would never see the opposite situation be a national headline of me working out, you know, in some private gym in, you know, super urban Detroit and have a black guy ask me if I should be there. Like that wouldn't even be on page five. Right. But, oh, you know, of course, realistically speaking, the, the chances of it happening are a lot lower, even if you were like, let's say, in a uh, office building in downtown Detroit and and everyone else working out there in that office building was Jim was uh, black. They almost definitely wouldn't say shit to you anyways, because well, it's because it, I'm mostly black. I mean, right. Exactly. I mean, because it just doesn't work that way. Nine times out of 10, especially at that level, you will see a lot of racism at the lower levels. When I, when I say that level, like uh, an urban business environment, if nothing else, uh, black people uh, of that level have to hide their racism if they have it, because they're dealing with white people in business every day. Now, if you're down in the hood and you try to, you know, like if you walked into Kronk's gym back in the day and, and tried to work out and stuff, you might have issues. I don't know. I have no clue. I've never heard a bad thing about Kronk's gym when it was open about being, you know, being bad about uh, wanting to train white guys or anything like that. But that's an example where I could certainly see it happen. Nah, like three homies and I'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's one of us. So it, that's a shitty situation. But regardless, even if he was 100% sure that they were not tenants, that he was 100% right with that, why are you going to be the person to step up and say shit to them? If you really feel that strongly about it, call the management, have them take care of it. Jesus Christ. Uh, how can you have seen what's gone down in the last week or two and have riots in your own goddamn city about racial stuff and think that there's in any way, shape, or form, I know I've said that already, a good idea? Because there's a lot of people that are self-important douchebags that will just do this sort of thing. We talked about another one with the furniture delivery guy in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. yeah. He got locked into a gated community and they wouldn't let him leave despite him being in a gigantic furniture delivery van saying, Hey, I just delivered furniture and not mm -hmm. wanting to give his customers information because who the fuck are you asking me who I'm delivering to? Right. Oh, and it happened again like a week after that with a FedEx guy, a FedEx guy. You really think this guy stole the FedEx truck and the shirts and stuff and is, you know, going random, going around randomly robbing people. I mean, yes, it could happen, but holy shit. Come on, dude. Stupid people are dumb. I think, you know, let's put it a step further than that. If that guy is that committed to his life of crime where he stole the FedEx truck and beat up a guy and took his FedEx shirt, if you stop him and confront him, he's going to fucking kill you. Okay. So there's no situation where that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on there. People are crazy. <laughs> yeah. 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 And since we're talking about race, uh, I believe we didn't talk about the Jimmy Fallon blackface thing uh, yesterday, did we? No, I didn't even hear about that. Oh shit! It's 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 old news being becoming new news again because this has been brought up a couple times. Twenty years ago, twenty I'm serious. Twenty years ago, when Jimmy Fallon was on Saturday Night Live, he played a bit where he impersonated Chris Rock because apparently he's got a pretty decent uh, Chris Rock impersonation. Um, and because and for the bit, they made tried to make him look like Chris Rock. So he actually he looked like Jimmy Fallon for a really good tan, really. Um, and now it's come now it's coming back, and people are trying to do the cancel culture thing on him because of it. Um, and it's silly in so many different retrospects. 
uh, for one thing, it's not blackface. That's not what he was doing. If people know what blackface is and the type of makeup that they used, you know, uh, it wouldn't even be a conversation. He wasn't trying to do blackface. He was trying to look like Chris Rock. Uh, I have no clue how that's racist. He, so he was tried to look like Chris Rock and tried to talk like Chris Rock. So apparently you cannot impersonate a black person in any way, shape or form now. Yeah, that's just absolutely stupid. He was doing an impression. It's the same thing as when Dave Chappelle does white announcer guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And team is a fuck. Exactly. And team evil bad guys is bringing up uh, that Sarah Silverman's was blackface. Yes, it was. But even in that context, she shouldn't have had to apologize. The entire bit was how when people pretended, uh, you know, how people have ridiculous stereotypes about other races, people show the picture of, uh, of uh sarah silverman and blackface all the time they don't show the skit of the black guy with the huge jewish nose um that's also part of the skit and all and the other uh, the other characters dressed up as these ridiculous racial stereotypes the entire point of the skit was to make fun of that kind of shit Uh, but yet she still had to apologize for it later on yeah people need just to learn to just not apologize for this shit just yeah. flat out, you know, no, this was an impression of Chris Rock. Chris Rock enjoyed it. Go yeah. to hell. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, I mean, come on, Jimmy Kimmel racist. I mean, you can throw a lot of uh, insults at the dude, but you can't say that. Come on. <laughs> it, there's never been a race. You never even the slightest bit of racial overtones in anything about him his entire life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and the, and the good points on the on the uh, chat box as well. Uh, you know, Team Evil Bad Guy said he realized it's a different thing. He was just pointing that out. Uh, Stray's talking about how it's bullshit. You can't move the goalpost twenty years later on what's acceptable, and what's not, and that's entirely what it is too. Even if they had done straight up fucking bl- r- uh, offensive racist blackface twenty years ago, that was acceptable. Um, yeah, more like 30 or 40 on that one. 20 years well, ago was the year 2000. Like that would have still gotten some, uh, some I guess response. It, I guess. Yeah. I guess it depends on the context. Yeah. Um, but, but 20 years ago, was it still acceptable to use it as a reference anyways, as a, as a, you couldn't, you couldn't use it as what heck it's been 40 or 50 or 60 years since you were able to use blackface for what it was intended for, you know, for derogatory depictions of uh, black people on screen. Um, which is why they, which is why they made it so over, uh, over the top with like the really dark skin pigment, and uh, and some of the other makeup things that they used back then. It was to be intentionally derogatory toward black people. Um, if you just paint your face black, that's not blackface, really. Uh, but whatever. I'm definitely not going to get too far into that because I don't want to be canceled. Yeah, I don't think we're on anyone's radar to be canceled. Well, that'd be nice, but wouldn't if we, it? If either of us ever do get famous, though, this show is going to come back and bite us. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. So, yeah, all, all the other shit that I've said already. Uh, let's see, what else do we got today? Um, <laughs> oh, do you know? Uh, do you know about uh, HBO Max? I just heard of it on like Saturday. Okay, it's their like streaming service, I guess. Yes and no. Um, do you have HBO Now or HBO Go as part of, or or HBO at all? No, I cut the cord. Okay, so you don't have HBO in any way, shape, or form. Um, no. HBO Max is like the newer version of HBO Now and HBO Go with a whole bunch of added shit. They said there's enough content that it's a really actually a viable contender for uh, against Netflix and Hulu and things like that. 
Uh, and the nice thing is, if you a if you have a subscription to HBO now, you're automatically going to get upgraded to HBO Max at the same price. Um, and I have HBO now. I just actually re up for it again because I wanted to rewatch some of the episodes of Game of Thrones, and that's the easiest way to do it, as opposed to spending three hundred dollars on a whole bunch of fucking Blu-rays or digital copies and all that good shit. Um, unfortunately, uh, through some lack of negotiation, I guess, uh, HBO Max is only available to people that have uh, Apple TV, uh, at Google Play, or one or two other ways to watch it. And what it's not available on is Amazon Fire or Roku, which is 70% of the streaming people on, in the world use Roku, Roku or Amazon Fire. Uh, including me so like we have one of those amazon fire tvs it was, it's a toshiba or something like that that came with the apps loaded right into it uh that's why i watch stuff and we can't upgrade to it even though we, we're paying for hbo now uh and i can't believe that they would let the service release without 70 percent of the people being able to watch it through their traditional methods well why should they ca cater to the fucking peasants that don't have apple tv Right. <laughs> right, right. Well, what I'm saying is, you know, for example, Amazon TV said uh, uh, that they had 5,000, excuse me, 5 million subscribers from HBO Now through their service. So that's 5 million subscribers that there's just for Amazon, uh, Amazon people that they're saying, fuck you. Uh, like I said, it's literally 70% of the viewing audience that can't get it right now. Uh, and there are, of course, ways around it. You can hook, you know, different things to your TV. Uh, it works uh, like off of PS4. Uh, so I'll, st I'll still have it available here in my room, but it won't be available in the living room, which is the important part. Uh, and so, and there's ways around it, but basically it's just a pain in the ass and it's stupid. So I actually canceled my HBO now. It's going to be, uh, it'll, it'll expire in about two weeks. And if they haven't figured that shit out by, by that time, I'm not going to redo it. Oh, snap. Look, look at you, you know, taking a stand. <clears throat> we have way too many streaming subscriptions. I don't watch any of them. Um, it's, it's one of the few things that I just cave into my wife cause she's pretty good about me spending money on my bullshit and, and I'm, pretty much in charge of the bills and paying, making sure everything's paid and all that good stuff. So um, my concession to her is she can have all the different streaming shit she wants. I think we spend, God, it's got to be like 50 bucks a month on it. So it's not even that much of a saving over cutting the cord at this point. <laughs> good Lord, here comes passive aggressive, Jay. Uh, <laughs> but no, like we have Hulu, we have Disney Plus, we have HBO Now, uh, we have Netflix, and we have Amazon Prime. Um but still, it's, it's still, even if we're not uh, um, saving all that money, much money over cutting a cord, it's way more selection and availability than basic cable. I'd have to spend like 100 to 200 extra dollars a month on cable to get the sort of catalog that I can get from streaming. Or you could just allegedly go other routes and just kind of watch what you want, not pay a dime. Yeah, we've talked about that before. I feel bad about not paying people for content. I mean, they get, someone's got to pay them. If everybody steals their shit, then there won't be any shit anymore because all the artists will fucking starve. Yeah, shit happens. <laughs> the problem is, right, like, so actual TV is a complete crock of shit. Because I'm sorry, it's not worth 100 bucks a month to get fucking cable when half of it is, is stuff you would never watch anyway. Mm-hmm. I... If there was like one subscription service that I could get like everything, sign me the fuck up. But if I have to go to Netflix for this and Hulu for that and HBO now for this and ESPN plus, and then I need fight pass. And then 
it's too much shit. Yeah, and they do offer some deals like uh, you can get Hulu, uh, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus for I think like twelve ninety five or fourteen bucks, something pretty reasonable for the amount of content you get from all that. But, it's still three goddamn things. Well, that's it. Three different you, fucking services that yes, they're bundling together, but it's three different goddamn services from the same fucking company. Right, right. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, if nothing else, they should come up with, with an app that just lined it all up in one app, you know, rather than, okay, well, I want to watch this sort of stuff, so let me back out and go into this. Oh, I want to watch this sort of stuff, let me back out and go into this. And I'll be honest with you, Hulu is nice, and Disney Plus is nice, and ESPN, but it's not enough. Hulu does not have the selection uh, that, like, Netflix does as far as movies and stuff like that. Uh, so I think you honestly have to have Netflix on top of it to uh, make it uh, really worthwhile. Uh, and but and Amazon Prime, well, shit, you don't really need to add that on top of it, but you get it for free if you use their shipping service. So now but we have all these different things. Goddamn thing. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and it's, yeah, exactly. So and so now uh, I have like six or seven different fucking different apps to look through for uh, when I want to watch TV, and it gets to the point it's just sensory overload. I'm like, ah, I sp- I'll spend an hour trying to decide what I want to watch and not watch anything. Uh, then on top of that, you have all the free apps. Uh, are you familiar with Hulu TV? I'm not. I'm sorry, not Hulu. Uh, Pluto Pluto TV. You know what I am familiar with. Uh-huh. allegedly just having Kodai. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, and I've, I've wanted to ask you about that several times because there's like a couple of movies that have come out that I don't want to pay 20 bucks to watch at once, but I really do want to watch it once. So, you know, eventually, and it's not going to be on a streaming service anytime soon because it's, it's a DC, uh, one of those DC animation movies. And unfortunately, when those go from being on sale to streaming, it goes to their streaming service. I guess there's like a DC Universe uh, streaming thing now. And I, that's another thing I don't want to pay of course, for. Another goddamn subscription service. Exactly. You know, there's so many different ones out there. So I've been tempted to ask you about that a couple of times, but I'm trying to resist temptation. I'm sticking to my morals <laughs> right up to the my point morals, where I'm not. My morals are this. I'm not going to sign up for 73 fucking subscription services end up paying 200 bucks a month when I rarely watch shows anyway. Fuck that. Yep. Yep. I'm going to go and I'm allegedly going to just, you know, find what I can. And if for some reason there's a show I really want to watch and there's not great options as far as seeing like some of the earlier seasons, like sometimes that can be a thing. Mm-hmm. Then maybe I'll go and grab either Hulu or Netflix or whatever else for like a month. So I can just binge what I wanted to watch and then move the fuck on. Right, I'm sorry, right. this society with 30 different subscriptions for TV and then you have Spotify and and or Pandora and everything else. Like, God damn, we're all we all end up paying like 200 bucks a month for just subscription services. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then if you're a gamer, you got to throw on your whatever your monthly uh, services for that, you know, all, which I always found kind of offensive. PlayStation 4 is like, yeah, yeah, here, here's all the games. Oh, but it costs you a month if you want to play them with somebody else. What? Come on. And, you know, Xbox is always like that. You always, it was always a subscription service. Uh, eventually, uh, PlayStation moved up to it. I think it's like $100 a year or $80 a year, it might even be as low as $60 a year. But you have to pay them a yearly fee to use their online service. Again, subscriptions on top of subscriptions on top of mm-hmm. subscriptions. And damn yep. it, Stray, you would not outrun me. I'm very fast for a sprint. But after about 20 yards, I'm quitting. <laughs> uh, but I was mentioning, uh, 
it's I don't think it'd be the type of thing for you because you don't strike me as a, a person who sits down looking for something to watch. Uh, you sound like the type of person that sits down knowing what you want to watch and then you go looking for it. Uh, but there's an app called Pluto TV that I highly recommend for most people. Uh, it's a free, completely free app uh, and it works in two modes. It has a whole bunch of stuff in the normal streaming thing that where you can pick uh, TV shows and movies and watch it. But for people that are kind of missing their cable, it also has a live broadcast thing where of all the different channels, like it has a Fear Factor channel where it just plays episodes of Fear Factor. It has a it has a channel that is nothing but a, uh, the old 80s American Gladiator show. Um, you know, and then, then other channels that aren't the same show over and over, but it's like a, a mystery channel or, you know, uh, or a horror movie channel. And for a free app, it's really impressive. Just basically what like Justin.TV used to be. Probably. I'm not familiar with that. There's a streaming site that like, and I think this is actually where Rogan got to start with the podcast, but Justin.TV, it actually, I think it ended up morphing into what Twitch is now. Ah, so okay. there's a lot of people doing gaming stuff on there, but also you'd be able to, you'd find these channels that like, for example, at the time, knowing this was what, 10, 15 years ago now at this point, probably closer <laughs> to 10, like there'd be people that were just playing all of the episodes of house or something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Something like that. It's a constant stream of them. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like the more professional hyped up version of it. Uh, apparently, strangely enough, the guy that made the app is on our, uh, on our forum. Uh, I've seen him uh, post occasionally about it. Why is he on the other ground? I have no clue. Uh, I don't know if he was an MMA fan or if someone just told him about the forum and he thought it'd be good for advertising. I think he's probably an, an MMA fan. But who knows? It was kind of neat, though. Well, good for him. Yeah. Oh, let's see. What else do we got today? Uh, Oh, did you see that the Center for Disease Control warns of highly aggressive rats? Why? Because they don't have a consistent food source with everybody being out and spilling shit all the time? That is 100% correct, sir. Uh, apparently, with all the restaurants being closed or not producing nearly as much garbage as they normally do, uh, um, rats in most in a lot of urban areas have become very aggressive and, uh, and you know, basically they're starved and they want some fucking food, so you better not fuck with them. Well, yeah, that makes total logical sense. Isn't that crazy? Uh, all the weird effects from this entire uh, quarantine lockdown. I mean, you see things about like in Venice uh, that supposedly the waters are clearer than they've been in 50 years. And you can see, you know, you can actually see the dolphins and other sea life in the uh, uh, canal that wouldn't normally be there. Um, I've heard shots of like, you know, different cities where the smog was so much reduced by the lack of traffic that you could see like mountains from that city that you could never see before. And it's pretty amazing how much uh, humans fuck up the earth on a regular basis, apparently. Oh, yeah, we're burning up this this planet. Yeah, and it, you know, it's, it's sad on, on some levels, but on other levels, um, once again, one of my favorite uh, um, authors, Robert A. Heinlein, talked about this. He was talking about uh, people that were activists for nature, you know, and and they were always protesting, you know, building this or building that because it's screwing up nature. And while the guy said, he goes, well, I've got nothing against nature in the least bit. Uh, I'm a humanist. I'm not a naturist. I root for humans and human advancement. Um, these people that always want, you know, that want to do stuff like block a dam from being built because it'll screw up nature. But they've got no problem with a beaver dam. Uh, and 
he this author didn't see how there's anything inherently better about a beaver dam over a human dam. Uh, so while he he obviously wasn't against wasn't for cruelty to animals, he figured human progress was way more important than preserving preserving nature. Uh, he was also a big proponent of getting the fuck off the planet too, so that might have been part of it as well. Yeah, he's he's just a douchebag. No, he's not a douchebag. He's Human, cool. humans are the cancer of the earth. Yeah, yes, they are. Like literally, and, we are. We are cancer to the earth. Mm-hmm. We just keep. We just keep multiplying and fucking shit up. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's 100% truth. Uh, but the thing is, uh, I happen to be a human, so I'm going to root for us. And so I root, I'd rather prefer uh, that we progress thing, making things better for humans. I don't want nature to go away either, but if it comes down to making be- things better for humans or making things better for animals, I say make it better for the humans. Uh, now, one of the reasons he was a, propo- a proponent of this, obviously, is because he also believed in space travel and that we should be expanding to other planets. So he didn't hold like Mother Earth like as this unique uh, treasure that we had to cherish. He considered it a resource of the human race that we would use to spread out to other planets. Yeah, but that is just such an egotistical, like just lazy fucking way to look at life. Uh, I mean, it's not a a zero sum game. It's not, okay, let's do things that are best for humans or do things for that are best for the earth. It just takes a little bit more effort to do it the right goddamn way. Oh, right. Yeah, no, and I agree with that 100%. And I'm sure that's not was not his intention. But he was speaking about things that like when you saw uh, people protesting nuclear power plants and uh, protesting things being built uh, that were obviously useful for humans. You know, he's not he's not saying that he advocates knocking down rainforests to build like an amusement park or some shit like that. Uh, but for certain things that are needed, like, uh, for example, what's a good one? He can advocate these nuts. <laughs> okay well i guess we'll have to di- agree to disagree i mean you know me i'm obviously not against uh, i'm obviously not for anything that hurts animals or the nature or things like that but i do understand his point of view uh, i guess the sticking point is whether or not you believe that we should and are going to be able to uh, leave this planet at some point because if you don't think we can then obviously that changes the entire nature of the, of the discussion well see that's where the egotism and the laziness kicks in it's the self-preservation above all, which you can still self-preserve yourself as a species by doing things the right way and not have to leave the planet because you ruined it. You can get sure. to the point that you reach a homeostasis with it, and then you can also leave the planet. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. And that's obviously the way we all strive for. Um, but it was an interesting viewpoint. I'm sure that's what he what his intention was as well. Oh, let's see. What else do we got today? Oh, okay. This one kind of irked me. What do you think of this? Uh, there's a guy in New York that bought $200,000 worth of uh, um, of the the high-quality masks, the one you actually, the uh, medical people actually use, uh, N95 or something they call it. Mm-hmm. Well, he bought $200,000 worth of them because he had a premonition, or he was a doctor, I think, or something like that. So he, he, he uh, had stated he saw what was coming. Um, and now he's been charged of price gouging because he is selling them for about a 50% markup. Good. Fuck him. A bunch of people, a bunch of people got this like around the country. Mm -hmm. Like there were early on the people that bought like pallets and pallets of fucking toilet paper and were trying to sell it for like 30 bucks a roll. Okay. Like they, they got everything taken from them. 
and fuck them. They either were charged with price gouging or they just had everything seized. Well, here's my problem. Is that price gouging? Is a 50% markup price gouging? If I, if he, if they, let's say if he got them for uh, $10 each, or I'm sure they weren't that much. Is it really price gouging to charge $15 for them? Uh, Cause they're in demand. Um, now, obviously this- if he was charging $30 for a $10 thing or, you know, like a 300% mark- markup or th- stuff like that, I could totally understand. But a 50% markup doesn't really seem like that much when they're really there. Cause they're probably like $2 masks and he's sell- selling them for two fifty instead. I think he said he made $50,000 off of his 200,000. Uh, so actually that ends up only being like a 25% markup. Uh, um, that be- doesn't make any sense. Like if he said a 50% markup and they're $2, like he's charging three. Yeah. Well, no, well, see, uh, now, uh, math. it said now, now I know it's uh, math. Well, the article said it was up to a 50% markup, uh, but the article also said that he spent $200,000 and made about $50,000. So it's, it's some of the math is conflicting. Um, but so here's where, where stray mm-hmm. makes a good point. And this is actually the, the point I would was about to make. It's a situational thing, and mm-hmm. you are hoarding supplies during a pandemic that directly impact the pandemic. So if this is a guy that goes out there and buys a bunch of uh, graphics cards, like there are huge shortages for those because of everybody doing Bitcoin mining. So something that would have cost you, you know, six or seven hundred bucks is going to cost you around two grand. Hey, yeah, you made a smart move by stockpiling those things, and then it's supply and demand. But if you're withholding things that can save someone's life to make a buck, you're a piece of shit and you should play in traffic. This is the same thing that got that fucking Martin Screlly dude thrown in fucking prison. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, and, and, and the way that we have fucking insulin that costs a ridiculous amount of money versus what it you know costs to produce. There's, there are certain things that should be illegal to price gouge regardless of supply demand. And then there's an entire class of everything else that it's it's free market. Okay. Um, see, because it wasn't so much for me what uh, whether he was doing something right or wrong. Uh, my c- curiosity was that they considered fifty percent price gouging as a legal definition. I wonder at what to, at what point does that kick in? Like if I buy something for a dollar that's medically needed, like the situation you're speaking of, uh, obviously I can't sell it for a dollar fifty at that point. They consider that price gouging. Could I sell it for a dollar ten, a dollar twenty? Do I can I resell it for any profit at all? Yeah, I don't like the idea of resale of like needed medical supply. Okay, um, let's let's go with it in a different direction. Let's say he had spent $200,000 about all these masks, but he gotten a wholesale price for them where for him, they're only a dollar each, but retail people bought them all the time for $4. Would he, could he sell them for $4 and make 300% profit since the $4 did not bring it up above the price of anybody else's masks? He's still an absolute piece of shit and should play in traffic by wanting to profit off of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Okay, but at that point, it wouldn't be since it wouldn't be considered price gouging. Would it? Would it still? Because he's selling them for way more than he uh, was uh, paid for them. But he's in this hypothetical example. He, but he's not charging more than anybody else. Yeah, but that like that's not really a situation that would really happen. Right. Right. 
he, oh, it would have to be a case of where he had at randomly bought a shitload of them for another purpose and just happened to have gotten them for a cheap price and then turn, you know, and then have this happen later on. And obviously that wasn't the case. This is something the guy planned out. And that's why I don't feel bad for him because he'd said, yeah, I saw this coming and these and make comments about how he felt like a drug dealer. And he's like, yeah, nobody can get these. So he knew that nobody could get them at that point. Uh, so that's why it doesn't concern me all that much about how, it's the gray area of, of what is price gouging and what's not. Cause he intended to like do people over bad by and try to make money off of it. Right. And that's, that's where I draw the line, right? Like if you are, if you are trying to profit based on like a, with this, with a pandemic or like people's health issues, like shit like that, like you gotta be at least halfway morally, you know, in the right and this right. guy and a lot of those others are just garbage fucking humans. <laughs> right, so, right, right. fuck him. Right, and uh, and you see that in other fields, too, where it's not, uh, and sometimes it's legal, sometimes it's not legal. Uh, like, tickets are a big example of people uh, buying a shitload of concert tickets and then trying to resell them for way, way more than they bought them for. And obviously, there's various laws for that, but it, they, the laws seem to work really weird. Uh it's seemed like it's okay for like an entity uh, to buy a whole bunch of tickets and then sell them at a uh, higher price, but not like a person. Uh, I don't really understand how a lot of that works. Um, well, yes and no. So like there are scalping laws where you can't just be out on the street doing that. But like if you're a person and you got tickets for something and then you want to sell them personally, generally you're fine. It's more like the people out on the street near a venue that fall under scalper laws. And I wonder why I wonder why there's a difference, why there's a difference from somebody trying to sell their ticket standing there on the street uh, as opposed to someone trying to sell their ticket to their buddy or online or something like that. Well, because like 80 percent of those ones that are doing on the street are scams. Oh, they're not like so not real tickets just to shut it. Yeah, it's easier just to shut it all down. Mm, OK, that makes sense. Um, yeah, but you like then you'll see like ticket resale services, uh, and you hear story about those go those companies going in and buying all the tickets for a, a concert within like the first ten or fifteen minutes, and then reselling regular tickets for like double the price. That, that's that is the thing I hate about like concerts and shit like that anymore. Is you pretty much have to buy everything on a secondary market mm-hmm. because they just completely crash the goddamn system. And then you still have all these stupid fees. Like, it's just, it's a racket at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, they inserted themselves as a middleman, which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they say it's okay. Hey, everyone has the same opportunity to buy from the original source. Well, Only yes and no. Yes and no. I, I, you, have about, you have about 15 minutes the day that it opens. And after that, someone else, the, these companies have bought all of them. So it's not the same opportunity, obviously. Well, half the time, you don't even have that. Because, like, if it's something big... They're going to sell out in minutes because they have all fucking macroed this thing to where they have programs that the second those things go on sale, they take as large of an allocation as they can. And they have a bunch of computers doing this and mm-hmm. there are a bunch of companies doing this. Mm-hmm. Like as a person, you don't have any chance. It's like people trying to make like quick, uh, do like, uh, day trading and shit like that, right? Like you do not stand anywhere near of a chance as the people that are directly connected into the stock exchange that have ridiculous connections and ridiculous, you know, firepower as far as technology goes. Like Mm -hmm. it's not a fair playing field. 
No, it's not. And it's funny because uh, these concert uh, people, you know, the music, the magicians, magicians, uh, the, magicians? the art, yeah, the they artists, the rabbit out of the hat today, boy. Yeah, right now, the artists using uh, doing the concerts use that excuse of, oh, our tar- t- uh, ticket prices aren't that expensive. You can get in for like one hundred and twenty five dollars, which to me is, by the way, fucking expensive uh, for you know, for like their general t- uh, admission tickets. But those aren't one hundred twenty five dollars because the that resale company already fucking bought them. And like when I looked it up, I wanted to see Rage Against the Machine, uh, and they were like, "Oh, tickets are one hundred twenty five dollars." I'm like, "Oh, fuck, that's uh, that's pricey for some shitty tickets." But okay, uh, they were like Upper Bowl or some shit like that. Uh, and by the time the tickets were actually released, there I couldn't get any, and all the resale places were at like three hundred dollars. I'm not gonna pay fucking three hundred dollars to sit in the Upper Bowl to watch Rage Against the Machine tell uh, you know sing songs about how bad uh, capitalism is. That just doesn't seem right. Yeah, I. It's why I don't go to many concerts anymore. It's just it turns into a pain in the ass. Like I do not want to have to go on to StubHub and whatever else there is to try to find tickets to things. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, that's why you. That's why you need to be a hipster and listen to things that nobody else listens to. It's really easy to get tickets to those concerts. <laughs> yeah, I would rather actually listen to you know decent music. So, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not just going to listen to shit because it's easier to get in. Oh, I see how it is. All right. Well, damn, dude, we got 15 minutes left and I ran out of topics. We've been doing so good the past couple of days about not running out of shit to say. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to go to Yahoo and look, see what the various news articles are. And we'll go from there. Um, Did you see that uh, Henry 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 Cavill is going to return to the Superman role? I realize that's not stuff you really care all that much about. I give roughly, I'd say if I have to round it to the nearest fuck, it would be zero. <laughs> well, excuse me, I'm getting burpy. Uh, for those of us that like nerdy shit, uh, he was not the issue of those movies. Uh, he did he did a good job. Um, I don't know about what he looked like at the start of those movies, but by now he's worked out like a motherfucker. So he looks the role. So, um, he, well, he looks the role as best as you're going to get from a normal person. Uh, Superman in the comic books has actually morphed into like a giant fucking bodybuilder looking guy that no human could possibly look like. But for someone, a uh, real human, uh, he's got the uh, good look for it. Um, Although, ironically, and this is going to be some, uh, a subject you don't care about, Superman shouldn't look like that at all. Superman is an alien who gets his strength from our, our yellow sun, uh, so he's never worked out a day in his life. He should look like fucking you know me before I started working out, some skinny fat guy, because <laughs> he, he can't work out his muscles and get all beefy. Where is he going to get the weights? You are such a fucking nerd <laughs> but in reality yeah superman would be this you know nerdy skinny fat looking guy that could never fucking have sex because uh, he'd blow out the lady's back with his sperm uh and uh and even if he managed to have sex and this is funny because this is i guess was like one of those alternative universe uh, dc comics uh there's one of those comics where uh, superman had sex with lois lane uh put a baby in her and about six months in the baby kicked uh, and killed Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah. You God damn. Like this is some super nerd shit here. Oh, you all shit, dude. Come on. You, you, we all know I'm nerdy. It's uh, I but sing songs like, about it. I'm white and nerdy, super nerd, like nerdy virgin level, like <laughs> Comic-Con main floor. 
absolute nerd shit. God, Comic Con, those Comic Cons always on one level look really interesting because the cosplay costumes are really cool and stuff like that. And they have some cool exhibits. Uh, but I couldn't handle being around that big of a crowd of people. Uh, plus, I've been told that the, the funk is pretty uh pretty bad um uh you know the, to the point where they put out little hygiene reminders apparently at some of these uh co- some of these cons because there are some stinky cosplay motherfuckers out there what is it with nerds and lack of personal hygiene like are you guys just afraid of water or like what is it <laughs> shit for myself it's the exact opposite um my OCD uh, kicks in way too much. Between that and the fact that I have a, a poor sense of smell, uh, so one of my main fears has always been like smelling and not realizing it. Um, it's taken my made my showers kind of a, a weird experience. I basically take three showers every day, dude. Um, kind of. I get in the shower, you know, soap up. You know, first I wash my hair if it's to wash my hair a day. Um, but then, you know, I soap up, uh, you know, all, all the appropriate spots. And then I take a wash rag and rinse off three times. Like, so, you, know, uh, you know, cover the armpits, chest, you know, genitals, all that good stuff. Go back again, do it again, and then do it a third time. Uh, and then once I'm done with that, I, I actually rinse off water twice. You know, like hit all of the areas once. and Nerds! <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! But yeah, because I'm kind of OCD about it. I'm always scared that I'm gonna be smelly, so I I, I wash the shit out of myself in the morning. Hey, Tenor, how you doing, boss? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Jack? I I don't know. Save me. Hey, Sly, how you doing, boss? I'm glad you guys oh, are God. here, I, so I can stop talking because apparently I'm getting weird. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Goddamn, pal. Oh. Jesus Christ. I don't even know what to say after this. You went from from Superman blowing out Lois Lane's back to the baby kicking her and killing her to your fucking hygiene techniques. What are you doing? I don't know. Apparently, I needed to smoke a joint before I went on today because I'm a little hyped up. (laughs) Which part were you actually calling about? So I'm a little hyped up today. You know what happened to me, buddy? What's up? What's up? I'm going to be on the fucking PJ train soon if I can figure out unemployment. Oh, Holy no. shit. Whoa. Well, I got, I got, Wait a minute. I, I got I got furloughed for eight hours, so I got to work 32. I get paid for 32, and then I get to apply for eight hours of unemployment to make up the difference. So it's an eight-hour furlough week or some shit. I don't fucking know. But I was on the line trying to fucking do it, and you guys must have it mastered or – and or I must be a complete retard because I can't figure it out. Every time I try to sign up, I go through these questions and then it says I timed out and I start again and I get to another screen and I push continue and it says I'm timed out again. So I, I made my whole family uncomfortable today because I'm threatening to smash computers and shit. Oh, no. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, a uh, couple things about that. Um, I can't offer you much advice because, for one thing, it works different from state to state. Uh, so Michigan unemployment is going to be different than your employment. Uh, two, I didn't have to go through all that because I was already on unemployment because of being laid off for the winter. So they just extended that shit. I didn't have to sign up for anything or do anything like that. They, my, my country club that I work at reported to unemployment that they were continuing to lay me off, and that was the end of that. Um, however, yeah, in- I wasn't asking, I wasn't asking for your advice, Jay. I'm just, no, no. you know, and I, and I type with my, I, I do type, type with my index fingers and, and I headbutt the space bar for a space, by the way, did you, sir? I fucking headbutt the space bar. 
<laughs> but no, no. The reason I the reason I mentioned that is because at least for me, if I was uh, working back to work thirty two hours a, a week and only uh, um, not off eight hours, I'm not even sure if they would let me do unemployment. And if they did, they would only pay me for like four hours out of that eight hours of unemployment. Um, as a matter of fact, yeah, I might not make. I might not make anything at work, all. It's called a work share program. Huh. So basically, they had to go through all our unions, and so we're not obviously we're not completely unemployed. So they do. There's a, a whole program that your employer has to check all the boxes to to make it a work share program. So mm -hmm. what they do is furlough you, not uh, not lay us off. They, we get furloughed for eight hours a week. We work thirty two make our 32 hours a week in straight pay and then you're allowed to apply for the eight hours which would roughly be like 20 or 25 bucks or something hmm. um uh for the furlough unemployment pay but i'm trying to get my ducks in a row so i'm trying to do it and you know it just came out today kind of blindsided right. us so i'm trying to do it and i can't the, the whole system is screwed i think it's just uh i think it's just um I don't know if it's me or if it's the whole unemployment um, website that keeps crashing or whatever. Who knows, man? But, you know, I did have good news today. I did get a puppy. So my puppy's Yay! here. So, so, so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm always happy about the entire dog thing. Uh, dogs make our life better. Oh, I thought you were going to say, hey, I'm, I'm happy about someone else being on unemployment. No, no, it's, it's stressful. It's, it's not. It's not a fun thing to be on. I, I granted, yes, I've had lots of time off and such, but it, it's stressful in a lot of different ways. As we mentioned, I worry about the tax thing. Technically, unless they extend it, I'm running out of unemployment in like three weeks. Uh, so uh, it's going to be if they if the governor extends our our stay at home thing again past June twelfth, I'm fucking in trouble again. Yeah. Yeah, so if I want to talk about it anymore, I actually in the grand scheme of things, I'm doing good. I just I'm I get frustrated with stu stuff very quickly, and when I couldn't, I'm not frustrated or worried about the whole eight eight hour furlough. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is I spent two or three hours trying to get my ducks in a row, trying to make sure that I'm wholly compensated for for what I do, and I couldn't either. I wasn't smart enough to figure it out. Hear my kid screaming in the background. I swear I didn't hit her. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get my ducks in the row, and 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 it just the whole website was killing me, dude. So yeah, I'm a little high strung sometimes, guys. That's all right. <laughs> well, I, you're, I you're competing with freaking all of New York City, so you have you know a place where it's probably 25, 35 percent unemployment right now. Everybody's flooding that site, so you trying to get some shit done probably isn't working real well. No, it's definitely not. Let me move so you don't have to listen to my kids scream. <laughs> yeah, oh man! Well, I'm glad I'm glad you called in. Uh, we didn't get your picks the other day. You wanna uh, you wanna finish off the show with giving us your picks for the uh, you're you're gonna be around Saturday for the uh, fights, right? I should be in and out, but as far as the picks go, do you guys really want them? I don't even know anybody on the card. I heard you guys do yours, and even even Grant was like, ah. I'll pick the brown guy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'll do, if if you if you want me to do my picks, I'll do them. But I don't, I truly don't care, and I don't think anybody else cares. But I'll do them if you really want me to. I don't know. What do you guys think? You want to just skip picks on this one since it's so it's such a coin uh, coin toss for everybody? I mean, well, well at least you go guys... here. There, there's a couple important ones. So okay, we'll do the important ones. Uh, I'm going for the black guy. 
<laughs> okay, well, let, let's let's at least get your top four picks. Let me get to the okay. uh, uh, website. No, I'm not worried I'm, about I'm, that because half these people I've never even heard of. I think there's really only two big questions. The first one he already answered as far as Woodley versus Burns. Okay, the so he obviously one, wants Woodley. Will yeah. Mackenzie Dern make weight? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, ab- absolutely not. She will not make weight, and, and she will have her shorts pulled up to the bottom of her tits. That's my call on that one. Oh, <laughs> you made me sad. <laughs> She's the most overrated, butter-faced girl in, in, in the history of MMA, dude. I swear to God. Yeah, I, I can't stand I can't stand anybody. A, I can't stand somebody who 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 doesn't make weight that wants to roll around on the beach and show you pictures of her, of her fat ass, and and just and the fake accent fucking kills me. Just yeah. be real. Come on, yeah. man. Just Come be on. real. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I understand picking up the accent of the people that you hang out with. Uh, when I hang out with Southern people for more than a couple hours, I develop a fake Southern accent that I'm not really doing on purpose. But there are levels well, you don't that you fucking say. Forget words. You don't yeah. fucking forget English after living here your entire goddamn mm-hmm. life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that also needs a translator. You, you don't go from from going. Yeah, it was a really good match. I hit her with an arm bar to go. Uh, how you say? I guess good match. I hit her with an army uh, army bar triangle. You, you, you don't do that. Come on. Yeah, that's just silly. No, no, obviously not. Yeah, I can see a little bit of a draw to it, but but then again that's also me hanging out with some people that are speaking the same language i don't think i could ha- I, I could hang out with brazilians all day long i would never end up with a brazilian accent cuz i don't fucking speak their language well i have to deal with you for an hour a day and i can still pronounce names so i mean these things aren't necessarily going through osmosis well no no uh, you, don't, and, you don't understand you're basically getting slightly cooler every day but since it's such a slight amount it's imperceivable uh, but trust me you're uh, way cooler than you were 2 months ago and Jay, yeah, I don't care on that one, Jay. <laughs> I don't care what you say, Jay. You say supposedly every fucking time. Really? Supposedly. You say sup. No, you that's not even right. If Lee, that's not even a word. If Lee, supposedly. Oh my god. So, so I can't. I don't even know what word we're talking about anymore. I'm so confused. It, it's with a D. Suppose Ed Lee. Supposedly. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm gonna check your facts. <laughs> oh my god who the uh, hell is ed kemper and why is he calling me out on here i don't know he sounds uh like a serial killer actually isn't isn't ed kemper a serial killer i don't know it sounds like one. <laughs> oh, it's, if he's if he's saying fuck you you know who it is it's it's oh, homelander absolutely. that's oh, homelander there you go <laughs> that's definitely homelander okay so i was right it is a serial killer <laughs> fuck you eugene <laughs> Shit. Apparently he's all, all right. Well, it's uh, been an hour ago for whatever podcast he's going to next. Oh God, man! <laughs> it's I feel so sorry for what I've un- unleashed on Podbean. Me, you know, Ryan. We should be ashamed of ourselves, really. Um, I had no clue they were going to ruin everyone else's podcast. <laughs> I think we're making a better. So instead of these weird, fucking socially awkward people, well, I mean, you fit into that too. But all these weird, uh-huh. socially <laughs> awkward motherfuckers. Like at least now they're you know accustomed to real people trying to talk to them and kind of keeping them on their toes. Yeah. it's. Good I actually, I actually tuned into one last night and um, it might've been one that these guys had all been on, but they were, they were talking about them. They weren't in the chat. Either they weren't in the chat or they were in the chat under aliases and they were talking, you know, it was uh, 
a couple of black girls are like, yo, spliff. They were talking about four spliffing and they, they were talking, they were having a conversation about those guys and those guys were not in the chat unless they were under alias. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think you traumatized some of them, you know? <laughs> So, Jay, that's, that's actually funny. what you need to do. So if we can't get, mm. you know, guests via Twitter or on the OG, go troll some of these other, you know, podcasts and get one of them to come on here. Oh, yeah. You, uh, call, I'd have to use my phone since uh, I don't uh, have, I can't, I don't have blue stacks on my computer. But, yeah, that might be funny one day. Just call, call it a whole bunch of different ones on there and try to reverse interview them. Well, no, not even oh, that. Oh, Jay, what you should do. You, like, invite them to You should make show. your and then do your thing. You you should make your screen a screen picture. You should make your screen picture under like some really really hood chick, you know, with gold teeth and big hoop earrings. And you should call yourself Passive Bay. Shit. <laughs> 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 and then call it my normal voice, of course. I'm oh, Passive yeah. Bay. Juicer's already got it up. I know damn well somebody's going to use that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that'll be a good time, yeah. Well, shit, speaking of time, it's been an hour. Do you guys got anything you want to cover? I mean, we can break now. If you guys got something you want to talk about, we can always run over. Ah, let's shoot this shit, boys. Oh, shit, shit, boys. boys. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't have anything to say. I was it was fun. We just uh we just just bullshit and, and guys, don't take me too serious about me fucking slamming shit and breaking shit. I didn't really do that. I just get pissed off about that stuff. So No, no, and that that's totally understandable. I had an uncle uh who went was in the Air Force, was an airplane mechanic, uh, then came back and did mechanic work, eventually moved on to something else, but he always worked on his cars. And he was the gentleman that showed me the proper way to throw a wrench in frustration. Um, <laughs> now, uh, on, on almost every uh, auto project he ever worked on, he he fixed two things. He fixed whatever he was working on and whatever he broke during while he was Whatever he it. broke. Yeah, normally a windshield or, or like a side mirror. <laughs> but yeah, he, it was, he figured it into his projects that it was going to cost a little bit extra for that. Was his name Patches Ohulian? Without a doubt. Uh, no, no. Because his name was Ed. Wrench, uh, great guy. You can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> on, on that note, <laughs> we, should, we should probably just end it on that one. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow at the same time at 6 o'clock. I have no clue why, but why not? Uh, I want to thank uh, Sly Dog for calling, even though we didn't get a chance to talk to him. Uh, thank Tanner for calling in. And as always, I love to see the OG Army here. I uh, thank you guys for showing up. Uh, Ryan, you got anything? I have two things. As always, number one, everybody remember to uh, stop by on Saturday. We will be starting at the normal time, but going through all of the fights. We're going to need your help because we have no idea who any of these fuckers are. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting fight companion. Normally, we talk about the fighters. Uh, I don't know. We might be talking about Dalton's favorite color for three hours. Well, obviously, it's black. <laughs> <laughs> also, along those lines, be sure to join us on Sunday, where we'll also probably be running a little bit long to watch the Superhuman YouTube special. I'm way more excited oh, nice. about that than the UFC thing. I, I, we should probably do some sort of bet whether or not this guy breaks something. I'm hoping yes, just to hear him moan in pain. And I think that probably makes me a terrible person. Well, we don't judge here. We fuck, fuck, no, we don't. You've heard some of these assholes. <laughs> but secondly, and, All right, what else you got? Secondly and finally, 
Fuck all y'all. <laughs> we'll see everyone tomorrow at six o'clock. You guys have a good night. Bye bye. Peace. Screw you, hippie. <laughs>